what's up guys it's your boy ash here again from the fpl juice show back with another juice shots now as you know every week i bring you the stats courtesy of our good friends over at draft hound and this week is no different as we approach this beautifully twisted double game week 27 uh looking for all those gems and all those points that we can find after let's be honest most of us suffered bitter disappointment with our terrible awfully timed wild card so it's time for a bit of redemption hopefully me and the guys at draft town can help bring you that but before we get started uh just a quick thing please do like the video you know we appreciate it so so much um do subscribe to the channel if you'd be so kind as well we we need your help to grow and only you guys have the power to help us do that so i hope you're enjoying the content that me and the boys are providing for you each and every week uh, and we'll continue to do so uh as we try and navigate our way through the rest of this season trying to get those green arrows uh also this video is being recorded on international women's day so hold tight all the female fpl content creators out there absolutely smashing their game up now let's get into it um just a little a quick little thing look an intro um as you know we partner with draft hound these guys have created an absolutely amazing platform to help you the fpl boss the average fpl gaffer be good at this game help you get more points help you win those mini leagues um and look the part of the platform enables you to do so many cool things but not just that it's like got a really super clean layout it's really user friendly really easy to use it's even easy to use for me um it's got this wicked assistant manager tool on there which spits out all these different suggestions for you um based on the expected points and based on all uh, other information available to it um it has player rankings including things like top picks including differentials there's fixture analysis on there as well so it includes things like clean sheet odds over two goals odds all that sort of thing predicted lineups which we know is really really important in the game that we play um price changes and it's got so so many more features um available to it and and you can try you can try it out for absolutely nothing it's free to sign up um, all you have to do is click the link in this video description and you'll be able to check it out but for the purposes of this video that i'm bringing to you i'm going to be going through each position um for game week 27 and what draft hound is saying is going to be that player's expected points so hopefully this will be able to uh, help you with any decisions that you're still you know thinking about your captaincy shout so yeah let's get into it and we'll start off as we always do with the goalkeepers so uh, here you go. Here's the top five goalkeepers. Down in fifth, you've got Allison, 5.4 mil and 15.6% owned. I had Allison until I wildcarded him out of my team. Oh man, I wish, I wish I'd have held on to him for a little bit longer. Six clean sheets in his last seven. He's the highest scoring goalkeeper in the game and he plays for Liverpool. Like, uh, I don't know what I was, I, I don't know, man. Like, because home to man you you'd think on paper it's a difficult game but man they're just they're just grinding out the clean sheets and it's it's such a contrast from how they started off the season really annoying from me but if you've got if you're one of the 15.6 percent managers that does own Allison, fair play to you and keep him in because uh, he's looking likely to get 4.2 expected points away to bournemouth um there in fourth place you've got vicente guaita 
4.4 mil and 2.1% owned. So he's a bit of an uber differential keeper. Um, not had the best season. Palace, um, particularly at the back. Two clean sheets in their last six. They're really, really struggling. They've got Wilfred Zaha back, which should offer them a bit more attacking threat now. But they really need to start keeping those clean sheets. Not really one for me at the moment. Um, they're in third place. You've got Gavin Bazunu from Southampton. Um, 4.5 mil, 0.6% owned. So he's like uber, uber, mega differential. Predicted to get 5.1 uh, points in his double away at Man U and home to Brentford. Two very difficult uh, fixtures, I think. Going to Old Trafford, I think they might struggle, but it all depends on how Man United react to that absolute thumping they took from Liverpool, that absolute spanking uh, that they suffered. Uh, and then home to Brentford. Like Brentford are no easy easy game either, but Southampton, you know, fighting for their lives. So 5.1 points he's predicted to get. Two clean sheets in his last three, which is good form for Bazunu. But no clean sheet in his previous 11. So, I don't know. Maybe the new gaffer, the new manager at Southampton, has managed to sort of tighten tighten things up, tighten the ship, so to speak. But, yeah, again, another one. Not really looking to bring him in, really, if, um, if you're on a wild card or something. I think there are other options that you should be going for. One of which could be this guy, Steele. Uh, from Brighton, 3.9 mil, 0.7% owned. No surprise, he's been a sub-keeper all season um, and out of absolutely nowhere, starts ahead of da uh, David Sanchez, who, who's like 11% um, owned. So those managers getting absolutely shafted by Roberto De Zerbi. Um, and yeah, he comes in and he keeps a clean sheet in his first game. Unbelievable. You can't write it, that's FPL for you. Um, and and what I'm reading is RDZ, De Zerbi, is saying that Steele plays a lot closer to my style. So, I mean, is this the end of Sanchez? It could well be. And I, I do feel sorry for those managers, but listen, that's the way it goes. He's predicted to get 6.6 .6 points, so at least the clean sheet in, in either of these games away at Leeds and home to Palace. And then top of the pots, we've got David Raya from Brentford. 4.8 mil, 14% owned. Got the double away at Everton, away at Southampton, and expected to get 6.7 points in these two fixtures. Now, David Raya, I brought him in on my wild card. Many, many people did. Uh, I don't know if this has coincided. It has coincided in a loss of form. Brentford have gone from being absolutely rigid, keeping clean sheets left, right and centre, to no clean sheet in last three. However, he did keep four clean sheets uh, in his previous five to that. So let's hope that they can put right whatever's going wrong at the back at the moment and get back to that form that we know that they can they can deliver. Um, and hopefully, I mean, Dr. Drafthound is saying at least one clean sheet and maybe a couple of save points, who knows? But Joe, from this double, I would take I would take one clean sheet from this double and appearance point. I'll take eight points. I would. So there you go. There's your goalkeepers. Uh, let's move on to defenders. Now, you'll see from the list here that this has been absolutely dominated by Brighton. Of course, because they're on the double, we know that. Uh, but we'll start down in fifth with Ethan Pinnock. He, uh, that can't be right. He's definitely not 7.3 mil, so it's definitely an error there. 0.9% owned, predicted to get 7.3 points uh, away at Everton, away at Southampton. Uh, again, like Raya, no clean sheet in last three, but he did keep four clean sheets in his previous five. Uh, did score in his last game, so... 
the attacking threat looks like it's there, could be there. Um, and he's an absolute minutes magnet. For those that are kind of worried about whether or not he he starts games and he's sort of first choice for uh, for Thomas Frank, he started every single game since game week 10. Um, and he plays 90 minutes in pretty much every single one of those. So if you're looking for a nailed Brentford defender, yeah, he's up there, he's your guy. Uh, in fourth, first of four Brighton defenders, we've got Webster, 4.5 mil and 0.4% own of an uber differential. Um, predicted to get 8.5 points in this double. Uh, Webster, two clean sheets in his last three games started. Um, but no no attacking returns all season. Nothing, no goals, no assists. I don't think he represents a lot of attacking threat, despite the fact the guy's a bloody giant, man. Giza's like just an absolute unit. So... Yeah, he's not one for... I think there's better options um, definitely in this list as well. But Webster, you know, if you fancy the punt, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think we're looking more at these three. So starting off with Lewis Dunk, Brian Captain, 5% owned already, 4.7 mil. 8.8 uh, points expected to get in this game week. I like a bit of Dunk. He's solid. You know, you know what Dunk offers you. Um, three clean sheets in his last six. Just the one assist this season, though, which is a bit of a shame. Normally, he like sort of rises up with some towering headers to get two or three a season, and is a bit of a uh, a danger in the opposition's uh, penalty box. He's been known to take the odd free kick, but that's gone to somebody else now. Um, so he's not quite as appealing as some of the other Brighton defenders, in my opinion. Those two are Joel Veltman, four point six mil, three point one percent owned, predicted to get nine point one expected. Uh, 9.1 points in this game week. Uh, Veltman, bit of, a, bit of a funny one, Veltman. Obviously came on in the last game for, for Tarek Lamptey early doors, kept a clean sheet and scored. So, um, But before that, three clean sheets in his last seven. He started only four of those games. Um, so bit of a rotation risk, but now that Lamptey, it depends on Lamptey really. If Lamptey's out injured, Veltman starts, obviously. Um, but it's a slight rotation risk but I do expect him to start he is predicted to start according to draft hound as well so yeah he's a good option and then top of the pops uh for defenders we've got a uh, man like perv estupinian 10.1 expected points for this double game week he's 9.2 percent owned so even now he's still a differential this guy has to be in your teams man what are you doing if you ain't got him in your team this guy's absolutely unreal um four clean sheets in his last six including three assists He's getting clean sheets. He's got attacking threat. He's an absolute minutes magnet. What more do you want, right? And absolutely like, just playing out of their skin at the moment, playing some beautiful football. Um, and he's very much at the heart of it. So, yeah, if you haven't got him in, what are you doing? Get him in. Right, let's move on to some midfielders for you. Right, here we go. That fifth, the forgotten man, Pascal Gross. Remember at the start of the season when he was absolutely killing it? He was getting points left, right, and centre. Everyone was bringing him in, and then I don't know. Then he started playing right back or something. It's just it just went all a bit weird, didn't it? But look, he's he's on the list. Um, he's been a bit of a utility man, hasn't he, for for Brighton this season? He's played all sorts of positions: attacking mid, central mid, defence, right back. Um, he's been all over the place, which isn't great from our point of view. We want him playing advanced, as advanced as possible, right? Or, or if he is a, listed as the defender, we want him on the, as a right-back, absolutely marauding forward. But he is still listed as a mid. Um, and he's been playing centre-mid for the last few games. 
one assist in the last game, um, but he has blanked in his previous five prior to that. So not not fantastic in terms of returns. He is a minutes magnet. He is on corners, so he's a set-piece taker, and he's a differential. So, again, it's a bit punty, but I do think there are better options, particularly in this list. At fourth, we've got Johan Wissa from Brentford. Um, we know the double they've got. He's expected to get 8.3 points in this game week. Mega, mega, uber, uber diff. Um, and I'll tell you why. No return in his last three, and he started just 11 games out of a possible 24 so he's a massive rotation risk, which is kind of surprising. But he's a good player. Look, he, he he's a very good player. He's very dangerous when he's playing. He's um he's got a real like goal threat about him. Like he knows where the back of the net is, but he's just his issue is he can't he can't get in front of Tony and he can't get in front of Mbumo. And if he is playing out what if they are playing like a a free up front, it could be any number of other players. They've got such a good They've got a really good squad depth, I think, at Brentford. Um, and he struggles to get in there. But, yeah, for those reasons, absolutely stay away from him. In third, now here we go. This, now we're talking. Now, now, we're, now it's getting a bit sexy over here. man like Solly March, yeah, who I've absolutely ripped in the past, is having an absolute, just the season of his life. So fair play to him. Um, predicted to get 8.7 points in this double. 5.1 mil, super cheap. 8.2% owned. Super diff. Seven returns since game week 17. Um, shows you how far he's come on this season. And not only that, like obviously the Deserby's got a lot out of him. He has to take a lot of credit for the way March is playing because he's, he's shimmying and shifting through players like they're not even there. I'm thinking, who is this guy? So yeah, fair play to him. He's playing with a lot, a lot of confidence. Um, he has blanked in his last two. But again, that just, it depends on how you look at it. It look, you know, the consistency's been there. So is it a case of blanked in last two, gonna bang now, or has he just dipped in form for the foreseeable? Remains to be seen, but he's definitely a good option. Um, number two, we've got Alexis Mac, like Big Mac Alistair, predicted to get 10 points in this double, 5.4 mil, super cheap, 4.3% owned, super diff. Um, this guy has a lot going for him. A lot going for him. Um, one goal, one assist in his last game. Minutes magnet. Set piece taker. So he's on pens. He's on the direct free kicks. Um, he's playing in this new number 10 role, advanced. This all kind of going through him. Whereas before he was like sitting back, like defensive, like deep line playmaker type role. So yeah, he's got a lot of plus points, man. My issue is that he... He tends to go through these really long barren spells. Like the the last time he returned was before the last game was five games ago. So and and then he got a return. And then it was like five games before that when he last got a return. So he's is he too inconsistent? In my opinion, yes. And the only reason why he probably won't be too inconsistent now, why he might get you some points, is because he's playing in that more advanced role. Um, so. I mean, I do like it and I don't like it. I'm really toying with with bringing him into my team for this game week. This hasn't helped me, funnily enough, but maybe it can help you. I don't know. Um, one guy who I'm not struggling with is Kaoru Matoma. Uh, 5.5 mil, 18.3% own, predicted to get 10.4 points in this game week. So draft hounds are expecting him to be the highest point scorer this game week. 
I brought him in last week and of course I left him on the bench. 13 points wasted. However, got a double this week. He's definitely started in my team. Nine returns since game week 14 shows you the level this guy's playing at. Um, and I do genuinely think he's a captaincy shout for, for this game week. Um, and I think a lot of people will be captaining him. And I'm here to tell you, it's probably a good idea. There you go. Right, forwards. Um, let's start with Kane at fifth. 11.7 premium asset, we know. Hugely owned. 6.8 expected points um, at home to Nottingham Forest. We know Forest don't travel very, very well. And we know how consistent Kane is. Eight returns since game week 19 shows you the level he's at. Starts and finishes games. Penalties. He's the man. He's the man at Spurs. And this this could be one of them games where Kane blows off, blows up, gets two or three. So it's definitely not worth taking him out for someone who's on a double, in my opinion. Um, in fourth place here, Mbumo from Brentford, um, who I mentioned briefly before, 5.8 mil, 4.6% owned, expected to get 7.4 points in this double. He's kind of gone under the radar. He's the Robin to, to Ivan Tony, isn't he? Ivan Tony's Batman. He's the sidekick that kind of just goes about his business on the, on the sly and doesn't really get talked about enough because Tony's there getting all the headlines, whether it be scoring or getting caught gambling or what whatnot. So, um, and Boomer probably deserves a bit more credit for, for what he's been achieving this season. Five returns in his last seven shows you the level he's playing at at the moment, which is fantastic. Um, and the, the Brentford double up in attack is a nice little strategy. I don't mind it at all, you know, but you'd have to drop either Haaland or, or Kane, or if you've got Haaland and Watkins. Somewhere, like if you've got Watkins, I'd probably, I'd probably do Mbumo to Watkins, to be honest with you, but um, it'd take a brave man to put Mbumo in for, for Haaland. But look, I'm just here to give you the information. If you can take some inspiration from that, fantastic. Um, but yeah, I like, I like the look of Mbumo, and he's a differential, so he's a good one if you want to look, if you want to, look to gain rank in this, in this game week. In third... The man, the Terminator, the robot they call Erlen Haaland, um, predicted to get 7.7 .7 points. Home to Palace. Again, like Palace, like I said, have been poor. They've been quite poor this season. And this is, a, this is another case of don't get super drawn into the double because Haaland, again, like Kane, just could go off in this game. It could be two or three or four. Like it could be multiple returns here for Haaland. Um, which isn't probably going to make a lot of difference to us unless we're captaining him, which, again, I'm not against either because if Haaland scores two in this game, that's better than Tony blanking and scoring one in his second game. So, you know, it's a, it's a game of chance. It's a game of luck more than skill. Um, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be leaving Haaland on the bench if I'm holding rank, let's put it that way. Then in second place, uh, Evan Ferguson, the striker from Brighton, 2% owned, so he's a mega differential. He's expected to get 9.4 points in this game. Um, I like this guy, really young, really good forward. He's got a bit about him, headers. He's got really good finish, bit pacey, strength. I like it. Fabinho done him dirty a few weeks back. So, but And, and, and for that reason, he's been kind of working his way back into the team, back from fitness. Um and yeah, because of that, I think that's the reason why he's blanked in his last three. But before that, he had four returns from five games, which is incredible. 
for the youngster. Um, he is predicted to start, so if you're worried about his minutes, uh, Draft Hound have got him as predicted to Scott to start. However, I am slightly concerned about rotation risk with Danny Welbeck. He looks like a different player in Brighton. Some of the finishes he's been 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 putting away have been incredible um, by anyone's by anyone's um, level. So slight slight concern about that, but for the money, might as well. Um, and then top, we've got of course Ivan Tony. Nine point nine points is expected to get in this game week. We well, you know everything about Tony, don't we? Um, eight returns since game week uh, 16. He is consistent. He is on penalties. He is on the free kicks. He is the man. He is the talisman. He is the minutes magnet who starts games and finishes games. And he's just running on pure confidence. And I just feel like he's enjoying his freedom uh, and just absolutely just going for it before he gets banned for six months to, to, year, to a year. He's got no choice now. He's just got to go for it before he gets lucked up like Akon. So, yeah, I think captaincy shout as well for this game week. At the moment, I've got him on as my captain. I'm worried about the uh, the yellow card. In fact, that might change my mind, to be honest with you. He's one yellow card away from, from a ban. And if he gets a yellow card in that fixture against Everton and misses Hampton, and I've got him on captain, I'm going to be absolutely steaming. So, all right. Captain Matoma this week for me, I think. But there you go, guys. That's your expected points, according to Draft Hound, for this game week 27. Hopefully it's helped you make some important decisions. Now, um, we had an awesome show on Tuesday evening. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Go and watch it. We were joined in the studio once again by this casual geezer called FPL Semi-Casual. He was in tip-top form. And we were joined by professional stand-up comedian, guy I've seen on Live at the Apollo. Um, Nathan Caton was in fabulous form. Massive Brentford fan. We talked a lot. We played loads of games. It had good laugh, good fun. So if you haven't checked it out already, go and check it out. It's the FPL Juice Show on YouTube. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. And I will see you next week. Till then, take care. Bye.